Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of May Contain Trace of Soy, the podcast all about surviving and thriving on a plant-based, zero-waste lifestyle. I'm your host, Rochelle, and if you're new around here, welcome to the podcast. So psyched to have you listening. Um, If you are a regular listener, welcome back. If you are a regular listener, you might have noticed something a little bit different with this week's episode. That is right. The exciting news that I have been talking about for a little while now is that we have joined Lip Media, which is a fantastic podcasting network um, out of Melbourne, Australia, that features podcasts by women and LGBTQIA plus identifying individuals across Australia. So super honored to be picked for that network. Really excited to be working with them. Um, It does mean that there are going to be some ads at the beginning, in the middle, and at the end of the podcast now. So if you hear that, you know that that's what's going on there. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I hope that you'll keep listening and you'll keep following us along on this journey. It's been a really exciting journey so far. So we are three months into this podcast now. Um, I started it, I actually started it because I was... I'd just gone vegan and then, um, you know, about six months after going vegan, I was like, I've been listening to a lot of different kind of podcasts about veganism and zero waste and I'm just getting more and more passionate about this, but there's just so many things that I still don't know that I still want to know more about and all of these kind of podcasts that I'm finding, all of these, um, you know, sort of vegan YouTubers and stuff that I'm finding, they're really great, but I'm not finding anyone who is kind of just new to this as well and struggling along it's like all the people I'm finding are like I've been vegan for nine years and I use toilet cloths um so yeah that kind of just didn't feel relatable to me so I wanted to start something that was really not just for vegans but for anyone who was vegan curious so if you are vegan curious this podcast is for you if you are vegan or plant-based it's for you as well guys it's for everybody it's a podcast for everyone. We're not keeping anyone out here. Everyone is welcome in the Make Tame Traces of Soy family. So we have an Instagram um, where we share little tips and tricks and some recipes and stuff. And that is Make and Tame Traces of Soy. We also have a Facebook page that we're going to be doing a bit more with as well. And we're looking at going into YouTube as well now too with little videos 
you know, kind of little how-tos, little fun things, uh, maybe, yeah, some zero-waste sort of stuff, maybe some recipe videos, some how to veganize your wardrobe, things like that. So we're going to be looking at doing that shortly, so definitely go and find us on um, YouTube as well and subscribe there too. If you aren't subscribing to the uh, podcast on this platform, then click that subscribe button now, guys. Come on. <laughs> and um, definitely follow us on all of those social accounts. If you are new around here, we do do shout outs on this show. So it's something where you, the listener, can get in contact with us and let us know what you'd like to hear more of, what you'd like to hear less of, you know. Hit us up with any questions you have, any suggestions for topics that you'd like to hear covered on the podcast and we will do a shout out for you on the next show. You can hit us up on Instagram, we are Make Contain Trace of Soy, or on Facebook. So definitely go follow along there and hit us up with any of your questions. Okay, so that was a big intro this time, but there's been a lot to cover. There's been a lot going on. So anyway, we're going to get straight into this week's episode. This is another solo episode for you, and I'm going to be talking about how to veganize your life. So obviously, veganism and being vegan is something that there's a lot to sort of wrap your head around in that lifestyle. This is not just a diet. Veganism isn't a diet. Being vegan is not a diet. It has some dietary elements, sure, but it is an entire lifestyle. So just so that we're all on the same page, let's do that definition just right out of the gate. Veganism is a way of life that seeks to exclude, as far as possible and practical, the exploitation of or cruelty to animals for food, clothing, or any other purpose. So, obviously, if you're vegan, you're definitely trying to reduce your impact and, you know, reduce the amount of harm that you cause in the world. As a vegan, your lifestyle is all about living cruelty-free. So you know where to start with that when it comes to your food. That means that you're cutting out eggs, dairy, um, honey, meat, you know, all of that kind of stuff. It also means that you start to realize how far that those kind of animal products run into, like the sort of Worcestershire sauce having bits of fish in it, the stuff where you've got, you know, kind of a few crustaceans thrown in for flavoring on some things. Just, you know, you will start to realize that there is a huge array of food products that are not vegan and they're not vegan for no good reason. Someone's just throwing away powder in there. Honestly, it's incredibly frustrating, but you will become an expert label reader. That's the first thing that you'll do as a vegan when it comes to your food. And you know what? A lot of other products too. You will start to become an expert label reader. You will know what all of these sneaky little product names are and you will be so onto that because it's a big part of it. So definitely the diet is one thing, but there are so many other areas of your life that you have to look at and really kind of decide, you know, as a vegan, where do I stand on these different areas? Because as a vegan, if my goal is to live the most cruelty-free life I can live and to reduce my impact and, you know, reduce the harm that I'm like causing out there in the world to animals and to the environment... What do I need to do in my personal life and in the choices that I make to fall in line with, you know, my ethics? So it's a really big question and I think that it's different for each vegan. So when it comes to clothing, for example, 
you might already own some leather items. You might not want to get rid of those leather items because you don't want them to just go into landfill and you don't want to not honor the death of the animal's life that it is to have that leather and just chuck it away. That's, you know, really wasteful. One thing you can do is you can gift those items to a friend. Um, you can gift them, you know, to a secondhand place or something like that. But obviously you wouldn't be looking to buy any new leather items. If you want leather-like material, there are plenty of great fakes out there these days. There's so much different vegan leather that you can look at. There's actually a company called Vegan Leather Co. that um, you can get stuff from here in Australia. Definitely check them out. They also have a series of really fantastic t-shirts. I bought the one that says, my so muck frees all the cows from the yard. <laughs> so that's great. But yeah, um, the leather is one thing, but something that we often don't think about and it doesn't pop into our head immediately when we're talking about veganizing our wardrobes or our lives is the wool and the down. So in your doona cover or in some of your pillows, you might have feather down, which is feathers of ducks or, you know, some other bird. And they've obviously been killed when they've been plucked and killed, probably. So you need to think about what are you going to do with that? Are you going to throw it out or are you going to use it until it's used up and then, you know, re-gift it somewhere else and buy a vegan alternative next time? I mean, that's the path that I've chosen to go down with it. But not everyone will go down that path. So, yeah, there's a lot to think about. As a vegan, there really is a lot that you've got to sort of be be aware of in your lifestyle. If you're an ethical vegan, if that is the path that you want to walk down, you have to think about a lot of different things to make sure that you are lining your light you are lining up your lifestyle with your ethics. So we were just talking before about feather and you know down and wool. When wool gets into so many different things, you'd be surprised how many of your you know, jumpers, jackets, beanies, like just socks. There's so many things that wool ends up being in. So that's another one to sort of look at and read very carefully and make sure that you're not using that. One that people don't think about is silk. Now, silk is a really, it's incredibly sad what they do to get silk from the silkworms. So Silkworms are these little caterpillars that are going to become moths and when they go into their cocoon they create this lovely silk um, cocoon that they go into and then when they are ready to come out and be moths they will break out of that cocoon but that obviously is going to like wreck the little silk cocoon that everyone likes so much so to keep the silk cocoon intact they will actually boil those little silkworms alive so that they can get the silk um, untapped and uncracked from the cocoon, which is really, really awful. Um, definitely don't buy silk. Do not support that industry. If you own anything that has silk in it, think about giving it away, re-gifting it to a friend, you know, just think about your options there. I've still got a couple of items and I need to work out where they're going next because I don't want to hang on to them. <laughs> I mean, I have them because someone gave them to me, but I don't want to hang on to them if um, that's how they've sort of come to be all soft and silky like that. So yeah, obviously you're not going to buy any more silk or wool or leather, but something else that you've got to think about 
It's also your bathroom products. So a lot of people don't realize this, but there are a lot of bathroom products that are either containing animal byproducts or they are being tested on animals. So you need to look into which companies are making ethical, cruelty-free bathroom products. I would recommend Lush. They are a fantastic company, but not everything they do is vegan. They sometimes do have some animal products in there. So just, you know, look at them carefully and make sure that you're selecting the vegan stuff. But they do a lot of fantastic naked products as well. So if you are trying to be zero waste and vegan, you can look to companies like Lush to get naked products that are totally vegan, like shampoo bars and conditioner bars and just like, you know, body bars and body moisturizing bars as well. Like if it's a naked solid bar product like that, then you don't have to have packaging for it. There's less plastic being put into the world and, you know, it's a lot better for the environment. So I would highly recommend looking into Lush, but, you know, keep in mind not everything on, you know, their scope is vegan, but of their vegan products that are zero waste, I highly recommend them. So in your bathroom, stuff like your soap may not be vegan. So soap is traditionally made with tallow, which is animal fat. So when they murder the cows and stuff for the steak, they will take the animal fat and they'll throw it in to mix up and create like the soap. And yeah, you can get vegan soaps, but keep in mind you are going to have to look for vegan soaps now. So you want stuff made on vegetable oil as opposed to tallow when you're looking at that. So yeah, that's something to think of. The other thing to think about too, and this is a product that goes into so many different things. It goes into so much food and they are doing some of it sustainably now, but that's palm oil. Palm oil winds up in so many bathroom products. If you are an ethical vegan and palm oil is something that you want to avoid, you should be very careful looking at your bathroom products and what, you know, what they have in them because they often end up containing palm oil. So that's a really sneaky one. And obviously we know that palm oil, when they are farming palm oil, it is just causing this kind of mass devastation to the orangutan population. That's why people avoid palm oil. It's why you should avoid palm oil if you want to be vegan. If you care about the animals, it's definitely something you should think about and avoid. It's something anyone should avoid, really. Anyone who kind of gives a shit about the world. So, yeah, there's that one as well. But that is in food, too. And if you get a product that is certified sustainable palm oil, that's different because, you know, they're not doing it in a way that is devastating the orangutan population. So, yeah, there's all these little things to kind of think about in terms of this kind of stuff. You've really got to work through it. We talked, you know, just before about some of the bathroom products and some of your wardrobe products. So I would say when you're going to veganize your life, you start with researching, obviously, you know, knowing what being vegan is, knowing why you're going vegan, and then figuring out your personal position on veganism and in that respect, I mean, it's up to you to decide if you want to be someone who uses secondhand leather so that it gets a new life. If you want to be someone who throws all that stuff out immediately. If you want to be someone who uses, um, you know, certified sustainable palm oil or just uses palm oil but doesn't do the rest of the stuff. I mean, it's just, it's up to you 
And I think that we all have a personal choice here as to how far you carry the veganization of your life. Ideally, and obviously to see it to its full conclusion, you would not use any products that harm animals or cause any, you know, like destruction to the environment. But we don't live in a 100% vegan world. And the reality is that you're going to have to make compromises on this path. This is not going to be an easy way to live your life. So I think you just have to work out what's most important to you. And if you have to make some of those swaps more, you know, more slowly and over time, I think that's okay. And I think as long as you are trying, because you have to remember in that definition of veganism, it is as far as possible and practical. So you're avoiding all of these things that cause destruction to animals or that hurt animals or exploit them as far as is possible and practical. It's not very practical to be vegan. It is harder, you know, in terms of working everything out in your lifestyle, in your home, all of your belongings, all of your clothes, all of your bathroom products, all of your food, everything else, and all of your activities. Obviously, it's not an easy thing to do. But it is so much easier now than it was a few years ago. It is just getting easier by the day. More products are coming out that are vegan. More restaurants are offering vegan options. More people are going vegan. Like the movement is just growing and growing right now. It's such an exciting time to be a part of it. So at least there's that. At least it is getting easier and it is an exciting time to be vegan. I'm so excited to be vegan right now. What a fantastic thing to be doing at the moment. I'm so psyched that we have listeners here who maybe aren't vegan yet, but they, you know, they try vegan food and they like it. I love that. Um, I'm just excited to have anyone on board to sort of include veganism in their life in any way, even if they're not 100% vegan, but they, you know, they do certain elements because every little bit does help. And I think that we're all on different paths and some of us will end up all the way there and some of us will stop partway along the way. So, Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Whatever you can do. Really, like, it's it's up to you. It's a personal choice. But when you go to veganize your life, when you start to sort of realize how much stuff you have to do, obviously the number one thing is starting with that research. Then 
the next thing I would say would be to do an inventory of your household belongings, you know, your bathroom, your beauty products, your wardrobe, and your general things. Like, have you been gifted something that has some animal byproduct on it? Have you got something with some fur on it? Or have you got something with some silk on it? You know, have a think about what's sitting around in your home that you might not even stop to think, oh, wow, that's like a bit of dead animal there. I forgot about that. You know, just have a bit of a look around and kind of take the blinders off and have a really good kind of scan of your life and see where you need to veganize. So once you kind of do that inventory of household items and belongings, you will realize as well some of your cleaning products are not vegan friendly. Some of your um, bathroom products are not vegan friendly. Some of your beauty products are not vegan friendly. There's going to be a lot to do. There's going to be a lot to research there. So do that inventory and then make a list of what your swaps are going to be. You know, whether it's like some palm oil conditioner or whatever for a vegan shampoo bar and conditioner, things like that. So have a look at that kind of stuff and make your list for your swaps of that inventory. My next tip would be to find your community. Like, do you have any vegan friends already? If you don't, get online, join all of the vegan groups. Even if you do, join all the meetup groups. Go to some vegan restaurants and do like the vegan meetups for your area. You can meet all kinds of great people that way. Have a think about whether or not you would like to get involved with some of the activism or whether you would like to just go and have a look at the activism, make your mind up about it, because that's a great way to get to know other people in the movement too. And it's also very much like you will kind of get thrown right in the deep end and learn so much about doing all that kind of activism and how much it sort of drains on people and what's really involved and just how bad it kind of is out there in the world um, and in the farms and why there really should be movements for that kind of activism. So I would definitely recommend looking at that as well. Um, but I would say step slowly into activism. It's something you've got to work out how you feel about things, where you land on certain issues before you jump in with both feet and start doing that. And maybe that type of street activism is not for you. Everyone has different things that they like to get into. I personally think soft vegan activism is a great thing to engage with. And you can make it all about positivity. And I feel like that is part of what I do with this podcast and part of what I do by pushing like my vegan cookies on people <laughs> because obviously that's the other thing I like to do, giving everyone the vegan cookies. But um, yeah, so have a look at that kind of activism, decide where you sit on that and get a feel for whether or not you want to get involved with um, that sort of level of activism. Next thing I would say, so aside from finding a community, you'll have online communities that you can join up with, obviously, and the vegan meetups and possibly look into the activism. The next thing I would suggest is to find a list of vegan-friendly restaurants in your area and try one new vegan restaurant a month. Now, I'm not going to say a week because I don't think many people can afford to eat out once a week, but if you can, then, you know, go for your life and go have all of the nice vegan food in your area. Um, but definitely once a month, take yourself out or you and your partner or you and a friend 
and go and have a delicious vegan meal somewhere in your city. Somewhere that you haven't tried before, you know, get a different dish if you've been to that restaurant before. You'd be surprised how many places have vegan friendly options and how many like all vegan restaurants there might be in your area. I'm in Brisbane, Australia, and the number of all vegan restaurants has just exploded over the past couple of years. There are so many. I haven't even been to them all, and I've been vegan for nine months now. Like, it's just, yeah, it's crazy. So have a look at all of that and check all of that out. Make yourself a list and think about ticking off a bucket list of the best vegan restaurants or vegan meals at different restaurants for your area for the first six months or so. Because that'll be a really fun way to try lots of different vegan food. And the next thing I'm going to say is to cook one vegan meal that you've never made before every week. So do your research and find yourself a fresh new vegan treat that you've never cooked before. Whether it's a meal or whether it's like a dessert thing. But try a new vegan recipe every week. And learn to veganize your favorite food recipes. You know, if you love chocolate chip cookies... Learn to veganize a chocolate chip cookie. It's really easy. You know, it's margarine, it's soy milk, it's just like egg replacer, flaxseed egg, maybe a little bit of rice malt syrup, you know, lots of peanut butter. Peanut butter's vegan, guys, so rejoice. <laughs> but yeah, just try different vegan food every single week. Try and make new vegan recipes. Try and veganize your favorite recipes. But also think outside the box because when you first go vegan and you're used to having meat and three veg, it can feel really limiting to not have that. And some people lean very heavily on those meat replacements and meat substitutes. I would recommend like, you know, definitely embrace that for a little while if it's helping you with the transition. But when you're ready to start sort of trying different stuff, start thinking about veggies as a whole meal on their own. And look at some of the more veggie based kind of vegan dishes that you can create. You know, your kind of eggplant sort of dishes and the sort of um, stuffed capsicums and stuff like that. Because you'd be surprised how delicious those all vegetable dishes can be. And I would also say don't be intimidated by cooking with tofu. Tofu is so incredibly easy to use. When it comes to sort of learning your way around it, just do a quick kind of Google, have a look at your different options there. You've obviously got all different kinds of consistency with tofu and tofu is absolutely amazing because it can be a sweet thing or a savory thing. It's literally just a bean curd consistency that's either soft or firm and you can turn that into whatever you want. You can make tofu scramble that tastes like eggs with a little bit of black salt. You can make tofu chocolate mousse that tastes like chocolate mousse. You just sort of get silken tofu and then throw in a bit of like, you know, melted dark chocolate and like a little bit of rice malt syrup or, you know, something like that. I do like a caramel mix, like caramel swirl, chocolate mousse, tofu mousse thing. It's amazing. So there's so much that you can learn how to make. And tofu can also be crispy and like, you know, deep fried and done with like a special sort of sweet and sour sauce or something like that. Tofu is so amazingly versatile. So learn how to work with tofu, learn how to get the kind of textures that you want from it. One great tip is that if you are looking at doing more of the meaty kind of texture, savory tofu, and you're wanting that sort of effect from your tofu, 
get your extra firm tofu, freeze it, then defrost it, and then press the tofu. And you don't need to buy a special tofu press. Like you can just use something heavy and just like press it with that for a little while. It gets all the excess water out of it because by freezing it, you're taking, it pulls the water from the tofu and crystallizes it. Then when you defrost it, it's a firmer texture again. So it really condenses the texture right down and you get that chewier, firmer, more meaty kind of texture for your tofu. If you're going for fake chicken, sort of like fake popcorn chicken or something like that, that is how you want to do the tofu. It's that secret of like freezing and then defrosting that really makes all the difference. So yeah, that is probably my best suggestion in terms of, I just got in a rant about tofu, but tofu is amazing. So definitely have a look at using that, playing around with that. And my final tip is just to kind of research your alternatives. You know, there are so many different kinds of, you know, alternatives for different food and other stuff. Like with the leather, like I was saying, there's a company called Vegan Leather Co. So you can just go and do that. If you like silk stuff, try satin because that's not made from an animal. But yeah, there's always alternatives. There's always something you can go to uh, with soy milk and with plant-based milk. So I think it really depends what you're wanting from your milk and what you're using it for. I personally don't really care too much because I don't really have milk with much. I'm not someone for cereal or like milky drinks. I'll kind of have it in the smoothie. I sometimes have a dash in coffee or tea, but um, often have those black as well. So I guess I just use less of it, but I have heard oat milk's pretty good and it's also good for the environment. You could do it like vanilla soy milk's pretty amazing. Happy Happy Soy Boy, which I've tried, is probably the best soy milk I've ever had. It tastes the most like milk. So if you're really looking for something that is on point and you want to have that with like a vegan cookie, I would suggest Happy Happy Soy Boy. Um, they are a Melbourne-based company. They are absolutely amazing. You know that a soy milk company is ballsy and definitely backs their product when they offer you a cup of warm, just-opened soy milk at a fair with no fanfare around it. Like, we were at the Vegan Expo last year and they offered it to us and there was like just some, you know, happy, happy soy boy sort of cartons on a table. There's no kind of ridiculous fanfare or silliness or like, you know, people jumping up and down or any of that kind of stuff that you see in those little markets, uh, stalls at those expos. It was just like so pared down and it was just like, this is our product. It is warm from the table. We believe in it that much. Drink it. And we drank it. We were like, oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> Like, you know that they're good when they're comfortable doing that. So I would highly recommend Happy Happy Soy Boy if you're after a very, very close milk alternative. So there's that one. And yeah, like I was saying, you've just got to check all those beauty products. You can find a list on Peter's website for companies that are entirely vegan, do not test on animals. You can have a look at all of that, but it is going to take you a long time to veganize your life entirely depending on what you have lying around you know depending on what makeup you've got sitting in the back of your cupboard depending on clothes that you use now if you've got you know anything like that sort of floating around that you haven't gotten rid of yet it's going to take some time so 
Be gentle with yourself. Make these changes slowly. Keep a list of what you're doing and what you're switching to. Really educate yourself. You're going to have to get to know the brands that you can trust that are vegan and 100% cruelty-free. There is no good in buying a brand that doesn't have any animal products in it that is testing on animals. What is the point of that? So just, you know, do that research. Keep them in the front of your mind. I keep a little notepad on my phone, like a little typed note where I save different brands that I like and that I want to use again that I know to be vegan and cruelty-free. So that's another good tip is you can do those sorts of things. I would also say make a note of any brands that you like in terms of vegan wine or milk or, you know, cheese or anything like that because it can be easy to forget them when you go to the store next time. So definitely make notes about the stuff that you do like so that you can get it again. And yeah, just, you know, do your research, keep your notes, have that inventory list running in your head and make some notes about that and what stuff you're going to have to switch out because this is going to take some time. It is not going to be an easy or a short process. It's definitely going to take a bit longer than that. So just keep that in mind and just go incrementally, go with the flow and make those swaps as time sort of goes on because that's like that's a good way of doing it where you're not causing a lot of waste and throwing stuff out immediately. If you've already bought something, then, you know, if you chuck it now, you're just contributing to the waste stream. There's really no point in getting rid of it before it's used up. I mean, unless you can give it to someone else so that they can use it up, which is a really good option. I've done that with some of my leather products that I had floating around. But yeah, it's just, um, it's no good to just throw something out. I really think it's worthwhile to think about finding it a second home and just knowing that the next time you go to buy that product, you're going to go with the vegan version. That's all you've got to do, you know, just make those little incremental changes over time. And uh, yeah, bit by bit, you'll eventually veganize your life. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm very excited. It was our first episode on the network, which is super exciting. (laughs) And yeah, we have a really fantastic episode coming up next week. We're going to be chatting with Sarah Kidd, who is an amazing vegan baking YouTuber She's so great. She's like this quirky pinup. Just love her so much. I love her stuff. She's got a new baking show coming out called A Vegan Around the World. And it is just going to be so fantastic. She's going to be veganizing cakes from all of these different countries. So definitely check out next week's episode. And thank you for joining us for today's episode. Remember to click that subscribe button or that follow button. We are talking about possibly setting up a YouTube channel for the account. So go and have a look for us there. We'll definitely keep you updated. If we have one set up by the time this goes live, I will change the outro. Otherwise, just keep your eyes peeled for that YouTube account and follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Hit us up with any questions or topics or any suggestions that you might have for us. And we will do a shout out for you on the next show. Thank you for being here today and we will catch you in a week.